Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to our brand new series. It's called Crime Fighters. Drugs to cure, drugs to kill. And the author is none other than Mukoma Wangugi. This is the first episode, entitled Death Has No Manners. We invite you to come with us to Ketago People's Republic in Africa, where Detective Kalumba and his team are about to investigate a new case. It always begins with a dead body. Always. Yet we work on behalf of the living. This is what we tell ourselves, that justice is for the living. But I've long suspected that we, the detectives, the deliverers of justice, also die a little each time we come across a dead body. Death is absolute. Living is finite. In the encounter between the living and death, death steals a little piece of the soul each time. I know many detectives who've taken to drugs. My partner, Chokbank, is a good man. But these last few years, death has started to win him over. Now he comes to work drunk, sometimes even high on drugs. Salamisha, one of the few women detectives on the force, and me, we are trying very hard to pull him back. This is what I was thinking about as Chokbank, Salamisha and I arrived in a wealthy suburb out in Malu, the capital city of Kitagu People's Republic. A young man, Peter, had just been found dead. Ooh, Kalumba. Salamisha. Oh, Jesus. Look at the size of this place. <laughs> it reeks of wealth. Look at that marble. Oh, you see that silverware? That would pay my rent for a month. <laughs> you mean you could get a month's supply of weed or cocaine? I guess we can count on your expertise. Ah, Salamisha. Why must you keep bringing up my past? <laughs> There's no past for people like you, Chokbank. Once an addict, always... Stop it, you two. Okay, okay. At least show some respect. The parents are here. Good afternoon, detective. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It was obvious what had killed him. Drugs. Small bags of cocaine and probably illegally procured pain medication, narcotics, lay on the bedside table. There was vomit all over the bed, but no signs of a struggle in what was otherwise a tidy room. Suicide? The drugs could have been administered by force. But even if it was suicide, we still had to answer some basic questions. Who sold him the drugs that killed him? And who were the drug dealers working for? We had to follow the drugs and the money. Mama Peter, Baba Peter, there's no need for you to see this. Is there somewhere we can go talk? Uh, yes. Uh, let's go to the sitting room. Walking from the bedroom to their sitting room was like walking through an exhibition of luxury. Obscene wealth in a country of paupers. Or ten millionaires and ten million beggars, as someone once said. But I'm not a politician. My job is to find the murderer. What I do know is that the filthy rich are also reaching enemies. Detectives, thank you very much for visiting us in these difficult circumstances. Uh, would you like anything to drink? Uh, water, soda, beer? Uh, no, no, thank, thank you. you. Uh, beer for me, please. 
I'm just being polite. I also get my best ideas after a few beers. I'll call the houseboy so he can bring us up. Sir, madam, what can I get you? Fuma, give this man a beer at once. Yes, sir. Thank you. At your service, sir. We are trying to establish a motive. Do you know anyone who would wish harm to your son? He was such a gentle, loving boy. I can't think of anyone. Baba Peter, if you don't mind my asking, how did you make your money? What? So now my money, our money, is the problem? My boy is lying there, dead, and all you can think about is our money? Uh, you, you must forgive us. Death has no manners, and neither does my husband. I'm sorry, but I must ask. It could be important. I'm an old man now. All my debts are settled. I made my money buying cheap real estate, renovating the properties and reselling them at a profit. All above board. Was Peter in any trouble? Like my wife said, he was a good boy. He was 21 and he loved to go to parties and discos. But he was never in any trouble. Did Peter have a girlfriend? No. The thing is, until we hear from forensics, we won't know whether it was suicide, a drug overdose, or possibly murder. But if it does turn out to be murder, the sooner we start investigating, the better. I can tell you right now, it's not suicide. He wouldn't do that to his mother. And where's the suicide note? Who found your son? It was Fuma. The houseboy? Would he... Uh... Give drugs to our son? Or kill him? No, certainly not. Fuma's been with us since he was a boy. He's like a son to us. Detectives, I'm sure you understand. We need some time to be with our boy. Yes, of course. One of the uniformed policemen will accompany you to the morgue. <laughs> but as we were leaving, Fuma secretly handed us a note. Nothing here is as it seems. Meet me at 6 p.m. at the lounge. So off we went to the lounge with the ever-thirsty chalk bank lady in the charge. The Fuma we met there was nothing like the houseboy encountered earlier at Baba Peter's. He was wearing expensive shoes and a mismatched three-piece suit, which I was pretty sure belonged to Baba Peter. And he was smoking expensive-looking cigarettes. Hey there! Three beers for my guests. Unless the lady wants something more ladylike. Beer is fine with me. Five beers then. Two for the lady and one each for the men. <laughs> And some chairs for my guests. So Fuma, why are we here? Walls have ears, and so do houseboys. I often overheard Peter talking on the phone. It sounded as if he was into hard drugs. Do you know where he got his stuff? Yes, I do. But I have to be honest with you. I go there myself from time to time. It's all right. We're not going to come after you for that. The coroner might say it was a suicide. But if it was murder, we want to be informed and ready. Then you are in the right place. Just look around. You'll find what you're looking for. I'll be right back. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Were you very close to the boy and his family? Since when have sheep and lions been friends? Let me water the nation as they used to say. I'll be right back. Who the hell is this guy? I mean, do you believe that... Uh, May the Lord save your souls, my children. 
Give your souls to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, what the hell is this preacher man doing here? <laughs> you know how the preachers of Ketagua, they simply he have to visit the den souls. of sin. <laughs> there is no God at the bottom of your beer bottles. There is no salvation at the tip of a needle. Drugs, drugs everywhere. No water to drink. Marijuana, cocaine, fake drugs for malaria, for measles, for AIDS. Drugs to cure. Drugs to kill. Come to the Lord, my children, and you'll get real medicine. I promise you, healing medicine, not false drugs. Hey, get, get out! 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 That's it for today. What's going on in the bar? Tune in next time to find out what's happened to Salamisha and Kalumba. In the meantime, you can listen to this episode again on our website, dw.com slash crimefighters. We would also like to hear what you think of our new series. Let us know on our Facebook page. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>